Jeff, give, can you get? Can you go ahead and start playing the most lawsuit-inducing song that we can get on here? Go ahead, crank that up, all the way, all the way. It sounds like an ad. You gotta, you, you gotta click skip ad. You gotta click skip. That's all I got, man. That's all. <laughs> I don't even know what that was an ad for. That was Halloween. That was Halloween? Yeah, it was the very first part of the trailer. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, Don't think we're going to get sued for uh, advertising for a movie. Welcome to Roll and Move, the uh, internet's only podcast that opens up at shows with advertisements. Please, somebody sponsor us. Somebody please sponsor us. I'm sure they're going to put a nice check in the mail for us. I am... uh, (laughs) I am your first co-host, Thomas Jungerberg, uh, one of the CEO's founders and uh, devotees and debutantes and other D-words to Rough Draft Games. And with me here, as always, is... I'm Garrett Lively, and I hand out Necco wafers for Halloween. <laughs> you scumbag. I'm Jeff Lee. I willingly accept Necco wafers during Halloween from Garrett. This is it. This is, you guys are in cahoots We're with the one another. combo here. Speaking of combos... I hand out combos on Halloween because you got to carve up on that long walk going from door to <laughs> Pepperoni. door. Pepperoni, maybe a little cheese inside. It's uh, it's all you need. There's also, speaking of which, my segues are on point, guys, because you're going to love this one. I-, I love to eat combos when I'm watching a nice movie, Garrett. Yeah? Yeah. You, you like you like when they combine universes or bring in maybe Michael Myers or... Little mashups yeah. or crossovers? Yeah. You know, I, I, love, uh, I love the Freddy versus Jason stuff. Oh, yeah. But you know what my... My real favorite is, right? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Jetsons meets the Flintstones. That is a good one. That, that was an excellent. The Scooby and Batman crossover was really good. Oh, well. those, that was great. But it's not what we're discussing here today. No. Instead, we're, we're talking about what happens when you combine aliens and predators and Yahtzee. Oh. Which is, is the real wild card in that relationship <laughs> clear mixture there. we got cookies and milk cookies milk and basil what other iconic duos are there <laughs> ice cream and apple pie aliens predators and dice what more do you need in life uh, nothing and obviously this is a very spooky themed episode because there's nothing spooks garrett quite like yahtzee <laughs> It always scares me. Oh my god! I think to really encapsulate the horror of being chased by this 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 ultimate predator or the alien is the to roll die. to have the six sided die, and I, I better roll it if I don't get a six. You have to roll your way out of the out of this predicament. I'm dead. I always think of I always think that the rattling of dice is like a, a skeleton in the room with me, and I get too scared. <laughs> I'm rolling them bones, and they're coming for me. The skeletons out of all the closets and everywhere that they're hiding. I can't do it. I'm just listening. You know, I'm listening to the Hanna Barbera when people like run and they run in place and they play that the, dr- <laughs> the drums. <laughs> just trying That's to get me. out of the room. Replace it with dice, and that is what we have today. Battle Yahtzee yeah. AVP. What we're going to be doing here today, just just as usual, we're going to be taking a look at the background of the game. We're going to ask some reasons, some some of the hard hitting questions, like why why is this here? Why? What is the meaning of life? 
We're going to be taking a peek at the uh, the mechanics of the game. I mean, it's Yahtzee, so I guess we'll give you the old rundown there. And then we'll talk about some of the theming of this game, which I'm really excited to hear what you have to say on that, Jeff, because it's actually pretty good. I, I kind of do like with some of the dice look, but we'll get to that all as it comes. So let's start things off by first taking a, taking a gander at who is behind the AVP dice game. And uh, who do we have here, Garrett? We have USA. USAopoly is licensed by Hasbro, and uh, 20th Century Fox wanted to go ahead and put this game out. So I guess they got together with Hasbro, and uh, Mm -hmm. they got their USAopoly division on this. What's interesting is, do you know if USAopoly is owned by Hasbro, or if they're an independent company that simply handles licensing? Uh, I'm fairly certain all their work goes through Hasbro. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that, but everything I've okay. seen by them goes through Hasbro. That would explain some of the really big gets that they get mm-hmm. as far as licensing goes. Because I know we've talked about like uh, Cardinal Games in regards to how they handle their licensing stuff, but USAopoly is probably the biggest that we've seen. We're talking, yep. they have Disney, yeah. they have Marvel, they have, which same company I know, um, but they also have AMC, Walking Dead, they have Rick and Morty, they're working with Turner, they're working with a lot of the big media properties, they have Nintendo puzzles that they're publishing for like Zelda, so they get they get a lot of work, and whereas Cardinal Games kind of reskins the same four games, the one thing <laughs> that I will give credit to for USAopoly, and um, I will tip my hat, it does look like some of the games are not all like for example they have a bob's burgers jenga it's just jenga right right um but there are variants on some for example the game that we're playing is actually a variant on yahtzee it's battle yahtzee and we'll talk about the rules later but one of my other favorite things that i saw is they had like a samurai jackboard game which looks like it's some sort of a deck builder uh back to the past game which i was like oh i kind of want to check that out yeah 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 it looks like they come out with some original content and in there about usaopoly i think cardinal said that they liked you know Mm -hmm. they were creating uh, innovative games. USAopoly yeah. says, uh, quote, we've been producing the world's most beloved games, and then actual quotes, with a twist, end quote, mm-hmm. uh, under license from Hasbro since 1994. So, so they're there true to their mission, yeah. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the twist, because there's nothing wrong with, you know, using a big license, like, for example, the legendary games, like Alien Encounters and uh, the Marvel Universe game. What's the name of that one, Gare? Uh, legendary. Just legendary. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Like yeah, they have legendary Marvel, legendary Alien encounters. Legendary right. Predator. It's it's their deck building platform, but you know it works well with the Marvel Universe, and they kind of themed it around it, and each one plays differently. If you play like the legendary Alien game, it's very different from the Marvel version, and they kind of work that into it. Mm-hmm. So the twist is appreciated whenever they're able to work it in. Um, but yeah, as far as why. It was time in 2016 for an AVP game to come out. We, I, we we're, we're coming up a little empty-handed here, guys. <laughs> Not quite sure. <laughs> it's we were like, oh, maybe there was a new AVP movie that came out. No, nope, nope. first one 2004, <laughs> second yep. one 2007. <laughs> there was an Alien movie. There was Alien Covenant did come out come out around the same time. It wasn't both Alien and Predator, so maybe mm-hmm. they just wanted to. Hey, maybe we'll get both you know fan bases in one. Right, um, mm-hmm. and don't need to re reskin the game again later. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think I think there's a Predator movie that just came out or is coming out here in twenty. It's coming out, yeah. It's supposed mm-hmm. to come out here in twenty eighteen. They haven't really done a combo venture for for a while now, and it's it's interesting because I thought that started with the movies, but I did a little bit more research before this, and the Alien versus Predator franchise has actually been going on since I think nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow! Oh wow! Is That's when right. the when the first comic line was published by Dark Horse. They actually worked that in. It was thanks to the comic book that they actually. 
prostitute for the first time in movies. In Predator 2, in the background of the Predator's ship, there is a large alien xenomorph skull. So they started dropping hints in the second Predator movie, all because of this comic book franchise, which eventually took took off and you saw the lackluster movies that came out. All, lackluster critically. All but. fanfic leads to good things. <laughs> and I have the Predator alien lemon stories to prove it, where it's just nothing but 30,000 words of hot Predator and alien action. That's, that sounds hot. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, well, it's interesting that you said all that before that uh, last erotica bit, uh, but I didn't. I didn't bring this up. Um, but in the rule book, it says a very special thanks to Dark Horse Comics for their generous contribution to this game. Uh, so they helped with the cover of the card imagery um, for the game. Actually, oh, it looks good. Tribute. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I know one thing that we like to do is kind of take a gander at what the industry is doing in addition to the game that we're looking at. So what's happening kind of in the gaming environment? What other games are hitting the market right now? Is this thing trying to capitalize on any other... Shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? Any other market trends? That's it. Hey, (laughs) thanks, college. Uh, Is there any of that going on at the moment, Garrett? Yeah, so what's interesting is this game I would liken more to King of Tokyo, which in and of itself is uh, a, a Yahtzee variant you know for many uh which was designed by richard garfield the uh which you may know him better for magic the gathering i believe uh yeah so king of tokyo i didn't know know they did both of those that's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah richard garfield is like one you know he's on a lot of people's mount rushmore of uh board game design but king of tokyo super accessible like entry level uh board game just showed a lot of people that came out in 2011 and that kind of introduced the concept of making um, multiple decisions with rolling these dice. So Yahtzee was always kind of a, a maybe a push your luck or strategically choosing which option will give you the most points or when to hold off, when to when to go strong or when to risk it all. So King of Tokyo kind of kind of brought to the forefront like, hey, let's add health, let's add monsters, let's add these cards that give you special abilities. And the battle Yahtzee here that we played um, is very similar to the King of Tokyo trends. Okay, so they introduce health, um, they introduce attacking. Uh, multiple people yeah like a thrash um, they do, mechanic mm-hmm. they do a couple special of, abilities with each like you you have roles that you take you have role cards instead of monsters like you would have in king of tokyo that you mm-hmm. control yeah exactly and you can take on you can be the you can be the alien you can be the predator so king of tokyo i think by the time this game had been released uh had already released three of their expansions um including the aptly uh, named for this episode, their Halloween expansion. So go check that out. But yeah, so they had already released three exp- expansions. Uh, so anyways, Battle Yahtzee, I would say, is more of a clone of King of Tokyo than it is of Yahtzee. Um, the only difference between those two is that it uses more of the Yahtzee terminology. It uses full house. It uses uh, right. four of a kind. It uses, you know, large straight, small straight. So, Which has always confused me because part of me wondered if Yahtzee was just a, cl- a dice version of poker. Uh, yeah, it- Video poker, <laughs> basically. Video poker. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think there's less. You know, you're, it's less about reading your opponents, which poker is very much about. But yeah, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, get on, get on your A game, Yahtzee. Why don't you come up with some original content? <laughs> Lazy guys, pathetic. So, how is the play experience? Would you say here, Garrett? So the rules were pretty cut and dry. Uh, so first. Importantly, they go through the rules of Yahtzee um, on the rule book, and then on the back they tell you the differences between Battle Yahtzee and Yahtzee. So Battle Yahtzee, you have your health. Um, you roll, and you're going for either your healing mechanics, 
um, or you're going for your attacking mechanics. And basically, if you're if you're imagining a Yahtzee scorecard, uh, the top half of the card, if you get those, like um, you try to roll a bunch of threes and you count all your threes, those are your healing ones. And then like your harder ones uh, to get your threes of a kind, your fours of a kind, your full houses, those straights, are your attacking yeah. mechanics. Yeah, your straights, those are your attacking mechanics. So if you know how to play Yahtzee, you pretty much know how to play this, and there, there's very little difference. Um, so pretty simple rules to play, but but a lot of fun, and it's it's a nice it's a nice little game to introduce um, or maybe take that next step up from Yahtzee. The components when I broke into this box, it's got a nice like matte finish. Um, as I mentioned earlier, they got some of the artwork from Dark Horse Comics, and they have these awesome custom die. So on the box it says featuring custom glow in the dark dice. I've been trying. I, I held these bad boys under my lamp for uh, three hours this afternoon, and then I brought them over to my recording studio here my nook in the laundry room and uh <laughs> a little little peek into garrett's life i, t- so. I, turned I the, brought them over to the dryer where i do my podcast yeah, recording yeah. i turned the uh, lights yeah. i turned the lights off and i i can't maybe maybe they sat too long in the sun or something like that i don't know can glow in the dark components go bad i think so maybe you kept them in the box for too long i don't know this is from 2016 maybe they go bad if they don't get sun you know they can go dead but regardless uh i'm all about these dice uh they're you know, like these alien themed dice, they have nice texture to them. Um, if you check out my unboxing videos, you'll get a nice uh, zoom in on the action of what mm-hmm. these dice can do and how well they roll. Uh, the the it comes with a nice little board. It's got the alien on alien and predator on the back and on the the front. It's yeah. Got here. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you were saying earlier about like just how you thought it was funny, like some of the where the artwork was placed on the scorecards. What did, what did you think of the art? Yeah, so I, I thought like the biggest piece of art in the entire game is there's you know the face of Alien and the face of the Predator, but it's on the back of the board, which the back of the board's obviously gonna sit on the coffee table where you're not gonna see it most of the time. Um, so yeah. I felt like even though they spent you know time and money commissioning this awesome art, you don't get to see it most of the time, anyways. Um, the dice, like Garrett said, was awesome. Um, you know, they, they are really thematic and they're really cool. The only other part about the theme um, that I thought was kind of interesting was that, like uh, you guys had mentioned earlier, was that there was characters. So each character had a special power. Um, you could use it once per game. But other than that, it wasn't um, there wasn't too much story or theming into it. There wasn't any sort of um, different pathways or whatever. The, the mechanics were pretty. Mm-hmm. The play was pretty straightforward. Each turn was the same. Aside from your one time per game power, there wasn't any big differences that each person or each character could do. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked I liked the fact that I you did have a power that you could do. Right. I did wind up using mine. I think you wound up using yours. There wasn't a lot of sense as to why the predator was able to force someone to re-roll a dice, why the alien got exactly. an extra dice. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's only so much theming that you can do when your entire gameplay revolves around dice and rolling dice. Yeah, that's fair. There, I mean, the rules are so... And the rule list is so short anyways, there's not much that you can do. You don't have much yeah. to work with to start. I think it could have been as simple as like maybe renaming the categories in Yahtzee, you know, just like, I don't know, face hugger, you know, yeah. Something, yeah. something cool. So I know, I know our audience is probably pissed right now because the podcast is called roll and move. All they're hearing <laughs> is the roll and they don't think that there's any moving going on. So someone's got to clarify what's happening on this board. Oh, oh, that is not true. There is tons of moving. Uh, so for your st- for your scoring mechanic here in Battle Yahtzee AVP, you have a little pawn uh, that represents your character, and you have a, like he said on the board, the back of it is the face of the alien and the predator. On the front, you got a zero to 100. You start off on 100. When you get attacked, you're moving your little pawn down. You, the closer you get to zero, the closer you get to death. Once you hit that fateful zero. You're dead. You're out of there. You're gone. You're eliminated. Get kid. him a body bag. 
Um, Garrett, the pawns um, were they were they themed at all? I couldn't really tell from from what we played earlier. Yeah, they were. They they have the uh, characters' faces of, of the character that you. Okay, are. cool. So a little bit oh, more art good. in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the chance die actually had a little bit of art on it too. I think the uh, like some of the symbols on it were like a bunch of predators standing on corpses or something like that. Can you verify that, Garrett? Yeah, they have the predators uh, hunting together. They have one uh, face or, or a little baby alien, and then they have a like a little heel peg. Plus sign, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the extra art is definitely appreciated, and you know at least we're looking at a pretty functional game. It played in about fifteen minutes, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really we quick it out real quick. Mm-hmm. As far as flaws and shortcomings go, where where what do you think they could have gone right here if if they did anything blatantly wrong? Um, like I said, I think maybe just incorporating more of the theme. That's not always necessary, and I think maybe with this game it wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. but I think they definitely. To appeal to a, an AVP fan or an alien fan or a predator fan, they could have done a few more things to incorporate that theme. Um, if you really wanted to go all out, I know. For for example, USAopoly also commissioned a Battle Yahtzee Deadpool version, and that one came with a, a red crayon to write on uh, your scorecards. Which what did you, oh, what did cool. yours come with, Gare? What did yours come with? <laughs> on the back of the box, mine says it comes with a pencil. I received no pencil. I'm upset. What's up with that, USAopoly? Sponsor us. <laughs> please, please eventually license our games too. Um, but also give us a pencil because we need one and you owe us. So yeah, we, did, we didn't get that golf pencil. So unfortunately that component was missing that was listed. Uh, however, uh, that, that could have been a big improvement. Um, otherwise, you know. <laughs> could have been a big improvement. <laughs> big improvement. Otherwise, you know, I think for what it is, what they're trying to go for, a twist on a Yahtzee game, there's not a lot they, they should have changed up here. Yeah, like, yeah. well, I was saying earlier when we were playing that the only real difference between this and normal Yahtzee is that you get, you know, you get a board that you can sort of denote your health, um, and then you get the um, that extra dice, the one that, what was it called chance again, Garrett? Hey, the yeah, chance the die, chance yeah. Die. So there wasn't a whole lot of huge difference, and I get it. You know, you're you're skinning it as, as a Yahtzee variant, so it's fair um, that you're not trying to sell it as a completely new game. Um, but I do wish that there were, there was a little bit more there that made it more of a alien versus predator game versus uh, you know insert your brand Yahtzee. Yeah, and I'm sure the audience is wondering who won our game. It was Garrett. Uh, I was on a roll. I've, I've come back. We yeah exactly six games we've played now. Is that correct? And we yeah. are all even two two and two. So I have yeah. made my comeback. I was I was they counted me out, but uh, mm-hmm. I was the scientist and. I said no to the predator, and I said no to the alien. I, I got bullied in this game. <laughs> yeah, you got attacked right off the gate, like just by Garrett and I. I, I, I had a really bad role in the beginning. I went first, right? I think. Yeah, you did go. I first. had, a, I, you know, I, I had no choice but to attack, and I got re- retaliated against, and they just everyone just kept pummeling me, and then all, I, all of I a sudden, I can't believe these guys. They hit me back. No, you're gonna hit <laughs> me. All huh? I was do is I attack Thomas, and then he, he says he's gonna attack me. You're gonna punch. You think you think you can punch me after I punch you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was attacked. I was personally attacked. I think we didn't really use the healing mechanic much. Yeah, that's either. true. I mean, we went all we went end. all oh. offense and all chance. chance yeah, we were dice. all aggressive. Yeah, you know, actually, aggressive. that makes me think. So this game includes player elimination, which a lot of a lot of gamers frown upon. But this game's so quick and the turnovers so fast that it, I don't think it was an issue with this game. Not at all. Yeah, I agree. I I think player elimination is can be frowned upon just because you know then they're just sitting around twiddling their thumbs for a really long time. And in a lot of games, there sometimes I even, I think it's worse when there's not player elimination. Like I've talked about it before in Settlers of Catan, when you're you get boxed out early in a game and you don't really get to play, <laughs> but you're still sitting around making moves just so everyone else can play. 
uh, for two hours, you're basically the, the banker at that point handing out sure. cards. Um, and I hate that. But what's great about this is that it's so quick. Um, you don't really feel that you're attached to it. You don't feel bad if you get bullied. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you don't feel like you're really attached We're to one particular playthrough. We're just having a good time, right? You're laughing. Yeah. And, and you can just, you can just restart laughing. another game. You're getting game. bullied, right? <laughs> <laughs> Say you're having a good time. Say it. Say yep. you're having fun. I'm having a good time. <laughs> So, Garrett, I, I think now is a good time to see if other people are having a good time playing this game. Do we have any user reviews to kind of enlighten us on what what the consensus was on AVP? Uh, so there, the reviews are very sparse on uh, on Board Game Geek. Uh, there's a couple just quick comments that are like they're just saying, "Hey, it's a Yahtzee skin. Um, it's you know Yahtzee with aliens and predators. The dice are cool." Um, there's I, I didn't find any like awesome scathing reviews or awesome glowing reviews really because you started at yahtzee yeah. there was only one person who gave it a nine his name was uh leprechaun i like that c k h a n like you know the uh yeah star Mongolian trek yeah. Con. yeah it's it's pretty good uh said he enjoyed the game for what it is and he doesn't look for great depth here probably right that you really shouldn't look for too much depth i played three times and got slaughtered each game <laughs> nevertheless i enjoyed it immensely so really, yeah, you see that the uh, the player elimination really isn't an issue, and I think part mm-hmm. of that is because of the time limits on the game. I like this guy; he's goes. a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, this guy seems kind of an optimist. He's a he's a Halloween fan, also Ooh. according to the stickers that he's got by his name, and he's a dogs fan. That's a uh, Cleveland Browns, Brown Town. Oh, he has to be a glass half full kind of guy, dude. Right. Yeah, if you're a Browns fan, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Leprechaun. Reach out to us; we'd love to have you on. Please the sponsor, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please sponsor us. <laughs> so, Garrett, what about you? Your your personal score here. Um, we got the community, but what about the RDG boys? What do you say? Uh, so I had fun with this. I ranked, I believe I ranked King of Tokyo as a seven um, as a game. And I think mm-hmm. this game is not quite as good as King of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, I would play over Yahtzee, I will say, though. And I do like Alien, the franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises. So I'm going to give this game a pretty good review, I think, especially compared to the other games we've reviewed. Uh, I'm going to go all the way up to a five and a half. 5.5 from Gear Bear. It's not bad. That's uh, it's that's like above, it's above the uh, board game average. I feel kind of I feel kind of like uh, uh, liable here because I told people I was at a wedding this last weekend and I was like, yeah, we were we review really bad board games and uh I feel like we're letting everyone down on this one. <laughs> I think we're just getting jaded. I think we have Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. We're going to start liking them all. <laughs> what was your score, Jeff? Uh, yeah, so I, as we all know, I usually rate higher than the rest of us. Uh, so I'm just looking at our old scores. I rated Amazing Race and Buck Quest at a four and a half. I think it ha- I think this has to be higher. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Eleven, please. Um so I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna with Gary. I think I'm gonna give it a five and a half. You only you think this game is only one point higher than Butt Quest? You, are you trying to make me give it an eleven? No, I'm trying to make <laughs> you a little bit higher. I'm just saying that I don't really understand your scale here. I uh, I, I I trend towards the middle, Tom. Everything kind of floats into the, into the center here. It just doesn't make sense for me that you know we go from what was the last game that we did? We did. Um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? That got a one. I'm giving wiggle I, room for. Uh, I just want to hear you talk really me through game. how three of the points that get you a butt quest, but add an extra point and you get an AVP. I don't understand how that how that how that baking 
works how that uh, how you cook those numbers buck quest was a fine game it was not a fine uh, all right we're not gonna get into <laughs> buck quest here because we're gonna be here all night buck uh, quest for episode me two. i'm gonna give this a solid five all i right. thought this was a perfectly fine game uh wouldn't be wouldn't be regretting time spent playing this at all I it's a good it warm-up game you have acceptable. nothing else to do 15 minutes yeah. so that brings the rdg boy average to a 5.3 which i believe the average on BGG is 5.3. It's almost like we planned this ahead. We did. But I promise that we, we are the hive mind. So, Garrett, now I want to ask you, how much did you pick this up for? I, I overpaid a bit. However, I will tell you, boys, I'll reveal right now. I spent my own hard-earned cash on this. I did not use the company card. So don't you worry your pretty little heads. Whoa. So this is worth your own money. We did not even keeper. have to subsidize our own suffering here. This is uh, honestly, I was... Lively. I had to evacuate my apartment. There was a gas leak, and uh, you had one board game that you could save. <laughs> I had, you chose I had this one. six dollars in my pocket. I had seven dollars in my pocket, and I found this bad boy. And uh, I was like, "Hey, this looks pretty fun." Yeah, just, so. I, like, <laughs> I like that you had to ex- exit your apartment. You weren't even sure if it's going to be there when you get back, and you're just like, "Well, might as well go buy a board game." The, right the now. timeline yes. <laughs> that Garrett comes back to his apartment, and he, the only thing he owns to his name is Yahtzee AVP. <laughs> It would have been great. Everything else is just ashes and <laughs> Does anyone want to roll a dice with me? It would be a true horror story. Well, if uh, anyone at home would like to contribute to the hypothetical find Garrett a new home fund before another gas leak destroys uh, him and his entire board game collection, you can reach out to us on Twitter. You can find us at Rough Draft Games, and you can talk to us about AVP. You can tell us which, which, which would you have been. Would you have been the alien or the predator or... The scientist. Everyone knows that the scientist is the best. Right? Winner, winner. Or if you wanted to shoot us out an email, you wanted to sponsor us. If you're USAopoly and you think we gave such a great review on uh, Battle Yahtzee AVP and you want to send us some more, or you just want to pay for one the production of one of these episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Just shoot us an email over to roughdraftgames at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to check out all the other stuff that we're working on, you can go to roughdraftgames.com. We've got a thematic blog post up there. We've got all these uh, podcasts, and you can check out the game that we're working on. Until next time, Garrett, can we get some sound effects of a skeleton running real quick? Yeah, one sec. <laughs> oh! Oh, God! PTSD. Oh, it's chasing oh, me. Oh, no, it's coming down the hallway. Better run. What'd you get? Sixes? Uh, one, one, two, two, five. Should have gotten six, six, six. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Spook you later. Bye.